It is so well defined what we have to do today. We gotta go to work. We gotta do right offense. Another hot one. It's the last day of summer here in London as Wade and Ryan here, NFL in London. Uh, for another NFL podcast, NFL in London podcast. Euros are on. Always fun to watch. A distraction, sports. We get sports, the Euros. Sports, sports, then we sports. get the Olympics. Then we get the NFL. That's how it works, always, traditionally. Um, it's a great distraction, the Euros. It's been absolutely fantastic. It's been very good. Uh, there has been a bit of a snafu in terms of the government policy. Anyone here living in London knew that we had Freedom Day uh, coming up. Next week, Freedom Day meant that everything was free. You could help yourselves whatever you want in the shops. It was, yeah. a, it was a thank that's you. Right. That's going to be if they put us in the lockdown. That's when yeah. Freedom Day will come when the rioting and the, the, looting. the looting starts. The looting. So and if I'm going to lockdown, I'll get myself a new TV. Exactly. Root and looting. Um, so as it turns out, this Freedom Day is in jeopardy. But they're saying, of course, as they will be, uh, that this month is going to help us. Uh, so it should still, in terms of the NFL games happening in London, we don't know. I mean, I'm assuming twenty five to 30,000 people should at least be in this game. I they're think. not going to do it. That's what I'm saying. Like, every stadium, like, Buffalo just announced they're going 100%. Um, so I think they'll do it, but you have to prove you're double vaccinated or if you have young kids, they should be fine. Yeah. But I don't see the NFL's like, yeah, we're okay with a third full. When they've just done... A whole entire season with no fans. Yeah, you would think uh, you would think that there. I mean, obviously the UK policy is going to be different. Obviously, there's a new vaccine coming out that apparently you can get the second dose in third week. So, and apparently it's even more effective. Well, there's an interesting thing that just happened uh, just recently. Chris Paul mm-hmm. on the Phoenix Suns just tested positive for COVID. Yeah, because uh, he hasn't gotten vaccinated. Yeah. So now they're in the NBA or the conference finals. He's going to probably miss the whole entire conference finals. So this is like a huge warning for NFL. Yeah. Player when coaches are like, listen, we do not want this happening. Yeah. If you're like, he's been unbelievable in the playoffs and now he's going to be out because he didn't want to get vaccinated. I don't know if that's the reason. I don't know if there's a reason why. We don't know what it is. This is going to be a thing where NFL coaches are going to lose patience. So I wonder if you're going to see, like, there's like a, if there's like a receiver battle, right? If you're going into camp and you're on the brink of making it, you got one guy. He's maybe playing a little bit better. Doesn't have a vaccine. Yeah, the other guy is a little shittier, but he's vaccinated. You're probably going to take the vaccinated guy. Maybe. You, know, you just... might. You never know. And, and, and maybe guys who got vaccinated really early, how long is there, you know, the vaccine, they're going to have to get vaccinated again because the vaccine does not last that long. So it's going to be a thorny, <coughs> thorny issue. Very thorny issue. But the whole thing is we want to watch the games, Atlanta versus New York, Jets and Miami versus Jacksonville Jaguars. Lots going on in the NFL. Julio Jones has found a home. Hey, oh, Julio. Julio is now a titan, uh, which yeah, I think we all went through that. I mean, a lot of trash too. They think they're going to be this unstoppable force. Yeah, but. the old man, old man Jones. I mean, it's it's one thing, but I mean, if if it weren't for Calvin Ridley's taking away some of the better plays in Atlanta, you sort of go, well, Julio. I mean, he's an older guy who, uh, who has something to prove now. Exactly. That's the kind of fun part about it. Now, let's see how he does. Let's see if it because his biggest problem was he never caught a lot of touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Go into a new situation if he gets targeted more in the red zone. Let's see if he actually cracks double digits, which I think he's only done like once. It puts a lot of pressure. Obviously, the uh, odds for the Tennessee Titans winning uh, went up from winning their division. But again, it's up to Ryan Tannehill to be able to hit him with it. And you know, I mean, you look at the, the passing and the spreading around of the Tennessee Titans. I mean, they've got a lot of problems they're going to have to deal with. You can't just rely on Derrick Henry every stinking play to hope that that's going to happen and get you through. Well... I would. <laughs> See, he's pretty much shown, yeah, you can do that, especially in the winter. Yeah. I'm in there. Absolutely killer. Um, we uh, OTAs are on. Aaron Rodgers, uh, still not around. Aaron Rodgers uh, is getting his ass trash talked. Getting I mean, ready for his big golf game. I don't think he's going to do any 
NFL before this golf no, happens on July not, 6th. I, don't, I think he's dug in. Like, it's going to yeah. be, um, like, you got, um, is he going to sit out a year? Like, that's now the real question. Like, again, I think if he was, like, when, when Carson Palmer did this, he was, like, early 30s. Yeah. So I think there's a big difference of doing it when you're 38 and, and risking sitting out the season. Um, because I don't know what you're hoping, because it just makes no sense for them to trade him because whoever you're going to trade him to you're going to get like the 30th pick in the draft yeah wait if he sits out a season someone's going to be terrible you would be like hey you want Aaron sure. Rodgers give me that top five pick so if you're Green Bay you're just like alright don't don't play I guess that that's the thing that's they're willing to say new contract and trade Jordan Love I, I don't I don't see I don't see him budging I think he's way too stubborn I don't and think I he'll think budge they're also playing this terribly the Green Bay Packers so yeah. uh, it, it's just looking uglier and uglier every day they manhandled it really problematic. Now, I, I I personally think that he'll just sit out. And you know what? The guy who is he's been obviously loves the front of the camera. He loves being in front of Jeopardy. I would see him doing more punditry, more guest spots, showing up at the WWE, having fun. You know Get that acting resume. This out, acting. Right? I mean, he was ranked. The, the, Shaylin, they could practice their lines together. They could, they could practice <laughs> lots of lines together. Uh, he was ranked, I think, the seventh best of all the guest Jeopardy hosts. So out of how many? <laughs> he was ahead of Mayim Bialik from uh, ah, the Big well, Bang Theory. Awesome, yeah, Big Bang Theory. She's she's now, but um, she'll always be blossoming. She'll anyway. always be blossoming in your heart. And Joey Joey Lawrence exactly. uh, will always be there. Um, Whoa! So Brady, I mean, obviously the Brady Rogers Showdown. Ryan and I were talking about this earlier. July six. It's a golfing the showdown uh, for Capital One. I guess it is in America. But it's golf. It's Bryson DeChambeau, who is not very well liked for a lot of people. Some people like him. Paired with Aaron Rodgers. Of course. Tom the Brady and Phil Mickelson. The dislikable guy with the, Aaron Rodgers. This is like a yeah. wrestling match with the two heels. Well, they call him the scientist. In. Bryson DeChambeau has known for tinkering. He is a very well-educated and uh, you know, well-heeled guy um, who's also not, not very well-liked on the circuit. But, um, you know, he's he's paired with Aaron Rodgers in this. And Phil Mickelson, the oldie, the lefty, who came back, the oldest guy to win a major, uh, won one this year. Um, obviously, the two old guys, both of them, nothing to lose, having fun. So uh, this this could be a very exciting you know match well, between all. Who knows, right? It's just, I like it's, watching it. I watched the last one. I sat, I laughed because Brady was sucking so bad, and everyone was making fun of him. It was just nice. I to guess see. that's that's the one incentive you get to watch him be bad at something. Yeah, because I don't know if there is anything he's bad at. But he's he's very human. He's not very bad at social media. We Ryan and I are talking about that today. He loves he's loving social media now that he's on it. No, it's like once he got that uh, extra Super Bowl to put him ahead of Jordan, he's just like the he's just letting it's, loose now. He's it's, just, yeah. it's like the roast. He's like a roast master. Just Everybody going off goes. firing. Speaking of firing, uh, we'll talk about uh, the, Tua. Apparently, had a very it's had a rough. Uh, Training camp, five interceptions that he's thrown already. First of all, I love these stories. I re- these stories come out every single year. In the se- I remember um, Patrick Mahomes' first year. There was the exact same story. Patrick Mahomes threw like five interceptions yeah. in his first practice and said, did they make a mistake with Alex Smith? They can throw us for 5,000 yards. Those, these stories are ridiculous. It's like, that's when you're probably just taking some chances yeah. and just going nuts and you're rusty. And you're like, who cares if you threw five touchdowns? Like, he wasn't... T- interceptions wasn't his problem last yeah. year. He's probably trying to push it down the field more, and he's going to learn from those mistakes. So it's probably a good thing. It's, his problem was lifts. He needs he needs about six yeah. inches to be able to see over that offensive line. But I love these stories. They're always going to come out, you know. They're going to be these stories, then there's going to be uh, stories about how players are in the best shape of their life well, uh, it's... going into. So 
Um, it's just it's just it's off season. It's off season stories. You know, you need some. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I think people are so bored this time uh, of year right now that. You know, we're just looking for anything NFL, anything to satiate us with with NFL news. Well, there was the uh, the Le'Veon Bell. Well, uh, Le'Veon Bell, Le'Veon Bell, who just went and just said, "I would never play for Andy Reid again." Um, it's pretty much a way of saying you're never going to play for him. Well, ever. it's just like first of all, when you got benched in the Super Bowl, I feel like he made that decision for yeah. you, uh, not not the other way. It's just it's just watching the Le'Veon Bell thing. It's just sad. It just keeps getting from worse to worse. Like, yeah, this guy who had this Hall of Fame career going and then holds out a year, gets like, whatever he's gained, he still lost some. And yeah, then out of year, never worked with the Jets. Went to the Chiefs, barely played, didn't play in the playoffs pretty much, and now he's without a team. It's literally going to go down as one of the worst. Um, he Brexited himself. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's the best way to explain it. He Brexited himself. He said, oh, I'm going to go it alone, and now he's absolutely sanctioned. Well, there seems to be two differences between negotiating contract. One is to use your agent, work with it, work hard, and try to negotiate a contract based on how well you play. The other is to go on social media and bitch about everyone and, and then hope that the world gets shifted and seismically. About, and of all coaches, Andy Reid, the guy who's like the ultimate... I am the walrus. The yeah. ultimate players coach who everyone loves. Yeah. And he's like universally seen as like one Santa. of the greatest coaches. Yeah, I'm sure it's his fault. No one's going to believe that. Uh, maybe he's like, no, no, I meant Britt Reid. Britt Reid, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's always trying to drive me places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why. He's, so, he's like, let's go for a ride and his breast smells. Um, speaking of bad family, I don't know if you saw this, Vince Will, Vilfork, Will Fork, man, that's hard, uh, all his Super Bowl rings, AFC Championship rings, stolen uh, by his son, uh, <laughs> and his son trying to steal and sell them. Uh, that's so grim. It's, uh... That's a grim story that has a, probably a lot of, uh, meth? dark backstory to it, yeah. Yeah. Right? Oh, uh, well, that's really upsetting. It is sad. You know, it's going, you feel bad. You know, Vince worked his butt off at the Patriots trying to get... Vince had one of the best, best moments in Hard Knocks where he came in his overalls. Yeah. Just his overalls. And he looked amazing. Yeah. It was one of the funniest things. He was a funny guy. And you feel bad, obviously, when you have, uh, you know, you've got parents at NFL, you know, you've got an NFL family, you've got kids that sometimes are born into a life of a bit more of luxury. And maybe there's boredom. But you feel bad for him and the family. Him and his wife have to deal with that. Uh, also, we're talking about training camps. Uh, Cam Newton apparently is looking crap, where Mac Jones is looking good. Back more of this. Uh, Mac Jones is wearing number 50, which is so weird. I hope he yeah. kind of goes with that number, even though yeah. he'll be the weirdest quarterback number. Because he looks 50 years old, even though he's 24. <laughs> yeah. No, he is the body of a 50 year old. Yeah, yeah, um, Right now. So, yeah, I saw some of those camp throws again, right? It's the beginning of practice. Cam was never known as the guy with just beautiful touch, right? That was never his game. He no. was never dropping dimes left and right so again it's i think it's a little worrisome if, if you're if you're new england because cam has just been given a lot of chances and everyone's every year we're always here it's like i think this is the year that yeah. the old cam comes back and then yeah it just hasn't been the case it's been it's been really sad because when he was the mvp he was absolutely phenomenal yeah play. even a couple of years later and he, i think it's just that shoulder injury it's just never be the same. Like, look what it did to Andrew Luck. He'd probably just stop before he turned into Cam. Yeah, I mean, your shoulder gets shredded after a while when you're trying to rehab it and trying to keep up with it. It's just very difficult to come back from that. Um, you know, Cam, it's hard when you become sort of the institution of yourself, you know, because you try to live back to your former glory days thinking, I can keep up, I can do this. But, 
you know, there's got to be that point of sort of maturity where he goes, shit, I can't do this. You know, yeah. I, I, I'm just not going to. And you start seeing the young kids tear it around. You know, everything cracks and pops. It's uh, it's going to be tough. Yeah, he even had that one kid who like trash talks Cam last yeah. year. He's <laughs> just like, yeah, where have you been? You're on the bench or something. It's like, <laughs> yeah. God damn, kid. It's like, show some, some respect you can't, to Cam. You go back to the streets, kids are never going to forgive you on the streets. Just speaking of trash talk, we talk about Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray uh, hates the Cowboys. Cowboys hater. Uh, he still also thinks he still always mentions baseball all the time. Yeah. Uh, like he's going to come back. But he's just one of those guys, I think, just because how small he is, baseball is always on his mind because he could get sure. murdered out there. Yeah, no. He I might would, have to get resuscitated. Just I so wouldn't be surprised if he goes back. If, if he has a couple more years of, you know, sort of nonsensical NFL, I'd go play baseball too. Take a hundred million, never get hurt. And well, I guess add it's an extra a, ten years on your life. It'll be it'll be really used to his. I think he's keeping it for when it's his contract. So there's always that option that like, oh, I'll just go play baseball then if you don't want to give me the money I want. So I think he's just always bringing it up so he can one day use it in his negotiation, which is quite smart if that's if that's what he's doing. It is. It is. If you're going to do that, to say, I mean, sort of an Aaron Rodgers thing, either uh, pay me or I'm going. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go host the Bachelor. Um, yeah, it might as well use it, use it, anything. Uh, I was looking at this too. I don't know if you saw this, this, uh, best records of every NFL team. You ever seen this? Trying to figure out the best record of oh, every, that they've ever had. That they've ever had in their season. It's amazing to see that, like, the best record, the, uh, which one is that? Detroit Lions have ever had is 12 and 4. Well, it's good. Yeah, that's good. That's a lot of 12 and 4. That's the yeah. minimum. If you've had it like 11 and 5, it's a terrible. Well, the Bears franchise. 15 and 1. Obviously, we had that in 1985. So. Giants fourteen and two, the Bills thirteen and three. Oh, don't worry, baby. That was last year. I know that was your best <laughs> record. Do it even more this year, but uh, Titans thirteen and three, uh, fourteen and two. Dolphins. I'm pretty sure they had an undefeated season. But... Yeah, where'd you get this from? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I just saw that from. Sir, the one thing I was going to show is that the best uh, the championships yeah. odds. So the best championship odds that we have here, uh, Tampa Bay obviously repeating for NFC, followed by the Rams, 49ers. I think that's crazy. The 49ers are third. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's just where we're at. With oh, this is the NFC championship. NFC okay. championship. I don't like Buffalo's not even on the list. I'm yeah, like, Buffalo's not even it. on the list. But I mean, we've all got our odds on. Uh, I mean, that's it really for the There's podcast. Not much to talk There's about. not much. We Ryan and really... I, we're we're doing social media. If you want anything to talk about, Ryan's happy to be here. We thought, hey, let's do a podcast. Let's do, chat. Do a quick one. Listen, we got OTAs. Literally, we got train camp around the corner. Yes, so we're have some it's nice... all very exciting. We'll have more more news and folks. Everything that we hear about the London Games, we will let you know. We'll put everything up on the website and on social media. But uh, we're excited for the games, and we will be doing some deals uh, probably around uh, the North London area to get buses to and from the game and a party afterwards. We will let you know. Stay safe, stay sane. Thanks a lot, folks. Thanks for listening.